You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Before this podcast kicks off, let's talk about goals. The greatest goal is a native tree crowdfunding campaign, leaving a legacy for Aotearoa New Zealand as co-hosts of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Visit treesthatcount.co.nz to donate a native tree for a brighter future. Football Fever with News Talk ZB's voice of football, Jason Pine and Bonnie Jansen with Trees That Count. Donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal. Hello and welcome into Football Fever with treesthatcount.co.nz. This is your daily World Cup podcast at the start of day seven of the FIFA Women's World Cup, including a blockbuster repeat of the final from four years ago. More on that soon. I'm Jason Pine. Bonnie Jansen, New Zealand Herald football writer, is alongside. Actually, we might jump straight to the game that you were at last night. You were sending me photos and videos of Eden Park, Spain's (laughs) 5-0 demolition of Zambia. How was it? Yeah, it was great. It was quite nice to go. There were no work commitments, so it was quite nice to just go and sit in the crowd and enjoy the atmosphere and yeah, it was it was a real buzz and, and lots of goals. Um, Spain were just incredible once again. Yeah, five nil demolition of Zambia. Uh, I, I've I've watched the game as well, but from um, from your vantage point, uh, presumably you had a couple of sponsors' products as well. But I, I'm I know you would have kept your eye on the game too. Does Spain look like a side that that will go deep deep into this tournament? They do, and I kind of didn't think they would. Um, and I've definitely changed my mind there. And I was just nervously thinking, oh, goodness, if, if New Zealand get out of the group, we're going to have to, we'll probably lightly face Spain and that's not going to be fun. But yeah. they're so good. And they, they took their key players off, you know, just basically at half time. So, yeah, it's it's. They're an exciting team. If you haven't had the chance to see the goals from this game, five of them, uh, Jenny Hermoso and Elba Redondo, both scoring braces. But the goal of the game, Teresa Abachera driving in this stunning strike from outside the area, one of the goals of the tournament. Man, that must have got the crowd on their feet. Yeah, it definitely did. But it didn't also stop the Zambian crowd. Like They they just loved the atmosphere and, and they were stoked to be there. So, yes, lots of cheers from from both parties but it was um yeah a really cool crowd and 20,000 people like you don't even get that for a super rugby game in New Zealand it's awesome yeah and I, I felt a little bit for Zambia's keeper she's their third keeper isn't she because the the first choice keeper got injured before the first game the second keeper got sent off uh in their first game so all of a sudden the third goalkeeper is in the firing line for you know a game against one of the top scoring sides in the in the tournament I actually thought she made a couple of good saves which will give her you know she'll be pleased about one at the end she's tipped this ball around the post I know it's 5-0 by this stage but um yeah I kind of felt for her but I was pleased for her that she's got a couple of things for her highlights reel yeah exactly and you never really see a third goalkeeper so good on her and I mean that's the same scoreline as Japan the other day um against against Zambia, so, you know, she's obviously held her own and done well. Indeed. The uh, early game yesterday was Dunedin, uh, or in Dunedin rather, Japan 2, Costa Rica 0. That sends Japan through to the round of 16, so they and Spain are both now insured in the knockout stages. They'll play one another on Monday to see who finishes top of that group. But uh, Japan, I mean, this game was pretty even possession-wise, 57% to Japan, 43 to Costa Rica, but Japan had... 
24 shots to Costa Rica's six. Once they'd scored their two goals in the space of about three minutes in the first half, they never really felt like there was a way back for Costa Rica in this one, did they? No, and Japan are another team that impressed me, and that's why that that final game in that group is going to be so exciting. I, I really like the look of Japan, and it's yeah, it's interesting to hear those stats that there was even possession, but um, yeah. No, Japan were all over that one. Yeah, I, I didn't ever see a time that Costa Rica would come back into it. The Japanese have now scored seven goals with six different scorers at this tournament, including Oba Fujino, who scored yesterday. She's now the youngest player to score for Japan at a Women's World Cup at the age of 19 years and 180 days. So Spain and Japan are through. They'll play one another on Monday in Wellington to see who tops the group. And as Bonnie's mentioned, that group crosses over with New Zealand's group. So if New Zealand do advance... It's either Spain or Japan waiting for them. Look, I think, well, I mean, let's just try and get out of the group first. Uh, that's probably the yeah, first order, like, order of business. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's worry about yeah. how we play once we're out of the group. So uh, those, were the, uh, those were the games from yesterday at the Women's World Cup. Football Fever with Jason Pine and Bonnie Jansen with trees that count. Donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal. In fact, we did miss a game, but it, it was in the early hours of this morning. So uh, Canada, Ireland, we should mention that as well. Canada fighting back from a goal down to beat the Republic of Ireland 2-1. Ireland are now out. They can't advance. Their captain, Katie McCabe, scored their first World Cup goal, so she's always got that in her locker, but uh, the Irish were devastated afterwards. An own goal and then a goal from Adriana Leon, giving uh, Canada a 2-1 win. Uh, yeah, Canada have kind of huffed and puffed a little bit, haven't they? Olympic champions, but they haven't really flexed their muscles so far at this tournament. No, I yeah, I don't think Canada are going far. They'll be, I, yeah, I said it from the start, they, they'd be lucky to get out of that group because it is so tough and devastating for Ireland because, uh, yeah, I, I really like the look of that team and Katie McCabe is such a, a good player and that, that goal she scored as well from the corner um, was awesome. So, yeah, it's devastating for them and it's kind of weird that we're, at, you know, a week into the tournament and we're already seeing teams, you know, out essentially. So yeah, yeah. It's been real. Yeah, it, but it, I guess that's the nature of World Cups, right? And uh, with uh, by contrast, New Zealand's group, Group A, we go into the final round of matches with all four teams still in contention. That's, I guess, kind of what you want in an ideal situation. But then you've got the likes of Group C, where going into that final game, we know who's going through. We just don't know who's finishing top. But I guess it also gives Costa Rica and Zambia the chance to go out on a high, doesn't it? They play one another. They know they can't go through to the knockout rounds. But um, they can finish their tournaments on a high against a team, I guess, which is which is more around their level in the world rankings. So, you know, so Costa Rica and, and Zambia can still finish the tournament on a high, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. And it also gives like coaches a little bit more freedom to maybe play different players and give them an opportunity. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it would be awesome if every group was like our group and it came down right to the wire. But it's what you love about World Cups. Absolutely. Some groups are easy to get out of for some teams. Some groups are very, very difficult to get out of. And there's a couple of big games coming today. Back in a sec with a look ahead to some blockbuster matches today. 
Football Fever Podcast with Trees That Count. Donate an aid of tree and help us score the greatest goal. While this podcast is taking a half-time break, let's talk about the greatest goal. A crowdfunding campaign leaving a legacy for Aotearoa New Zealand as co-host of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 by asking fans to donate a native tree. Each native tree costs just $10, and whether you donate one or many, you'll be contributing to amazing restoration projects across Aotearoa. Visit treesthatcount.co.nz to donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal. Looks like they're ready to start the second half. Football Fever Podcast with Trees That Count. Donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal. All right, let's look at uh, today's games, Bonnie. I'm very excited at uh, the prospect of very shortly heading to Wellington Regional Stadium to watch a repeat of the 2019 final, the United States against the Netherlands in Wellington. I, I, I can't remember feeling this excited about going to a football game for ages. I wish you could come too. Oh, I wish I could be there. It is. It's been the most anticipated group match of the tournament and it was sold out well before the tournament kicked off so and yeah super jealous you're going to be there and it, it, I'm excited to watch it's going to be a great game so what are you picking here because you watched the USA beat Vietnam and you, you talked at length about how they won't be entirely happy with their first up uh, showing at this World Cup um, of course they won 3-0 got the job done but um, but the Netherlands, I thought, were very efficient against Portugal down in Dunedin in their first game. They haven't beaten the United States for 27 years, I read this morning. Any chance they break that duck this afternoon? Absolutely, they could. And it'll be interesting to see if, if the US pick up you know, from that performance the other day because it definitely wasn't up to their standard or, you know, what we're used to from the USA. And the Netherlands have had two big losses from from the States um, in the Olympics and then then the last World Cup, obviously. So they're going to be hustling. They're going to want it. But, I mean, they both go into this game knowing that they're likely contenders to get out of the group regardless. So maybe there'll be some some tactics played. I, I can't think who that group crosses over with. Maybe, you know, second spot is preferred. But it's, yeah. I'm not sure how it'll go down. I think USA will get the edge, but we'll see. Yeah, I honestly think that they'll just go at one another. I think they'll they'll want to put a stake in the ground. This is a this is an opportunity for both teams to. I think you're right. They'll they'll probably both still go through because even for example, uh, well, whoever loses will probably still win their final group game. Uh, you know, let's just say, okay, here's a scenario that the United States win. The Dutch already have the three points in the bag from beating Portugal and will favour themselves to beat Vietnam. If the US win this afternoon afternoon they'll go to six points and that will pretty much ensure their passage they just got to negotiate their way past Portugal so I think it's a you know a lot of teams we look at here's a good here's a comparison Japan and Spain haven't had in their first couple of games a, a tough game yet they'll get one against one another but this is very early in the tournament for these two teams to be getting a decent crack at uh, you know at a at a quality opposition I reckon that's a good thing yeah you're right I didn't really think of it like that and it is a good thing and it's it's even better that there's nothing really at stake, you know. There's no knockout at the end of this game. They're both still going to get through. And it's a it's a good dress rehearsal of a quarterfinal, semifinal, a final match. So, it's yeah, it's it's a really ideal situation to be in. As, and as Vlatko Andonovsky said, the head coach of 
of the United States. He said he wishes it was a final, but they're, they're really looking forward to playing this match in, in their tournament. How do you reckon the US will, will line up compared to what they did against Vietnam? Uh, do you expect, for example, I think Rose Lavelle came off the bench the other day, didn't she? She was up before the media yesterday, which suggests she might play a starting role. Do you, do you get the feeling she might start? Yeah, I do, and I hope she does because she's such a fun player to watch. Um, but yeah, they didn't. They tried not to give anything away. But but like you said, the the fact that she's doing the the press conference would suggest she's ready to go. And I think you know, since she got injured in April, this is the game they've been eyeing her up for and and getting her ready for this exact game. So yeah, I I would be surprised if we don't see her starting today or, or getting more minutes than she did the other day. She's pretty cool, eh? I, 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 as a person, yeah. I, I watched her in that press conference, and she's pretty famous in the United States. Uh, you know, she's she's been around this team for a while. She's a big star in the world of football, but she just seems so unaffected by it all. She just seems like a normal person. I suppose she is really. Yeah, I watch a lot of the. Yeah, I watch a lot of the like social media and stuff, and she's just she's such a character, and and she seems like she's a very funny person. So. It's cool to know these footballers are, you know, these famous footballers are normal at the end of the day. Yeah, Alex Morgan, of course, Sophia Smith, who got a brace in the first game, Trinity Rodman, who is capturing headlines all over the place, uh, Rose Lavelle, we've just talked about, Megan Rapino. I presume we'll see her off the bench, um, uh, Lindsay Horan, who's uh, captaining the side and doing it so well. Um, but then you look at the Dutch, and like I say, I, I really thought Portugal would trouble them down in Dunedin, but they... They're just an efficient Dutch side. I know you're a Dutchie, so do you, do you give your team any chance? Um, I do, and and they yeah they looked class the other day. I just think, and I'll be wearing my my Dutch jersey. Don't worry about that. But I think <laughs> USA will be turning it up a notch. I think that Vietnam game really shook them, and yeah, they will be hungry for a win, but. I hope I hope the Netherlands put up a fight against um, the US, and I'm I'm sure they absolutely will. Absolutely, and they'll be well supported too. Wherever the Dutch national team play, there is just a wall of orange. Uh, I know there are a lot of United States fans in the capital as well. This game is basically a sellout. I wouldn't imagine there'll be any spare seats to be had uh, when this game kicks off. One o'clock this afternoon in the sunshine in Wellington, I can report, Bonnie, which is good news. It's going to be a nice day Beautiful. for it. Yep, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, later on tonight in the same group, Portugal-Vietnam, both uh, lost their opening game, so need to win to stay alive. Portugal uh, should be too strong in Hamilton. They, um, as we've mentioned a couple of times, were, were a little bit underwhelming against the Dutch, but they should have too many guns for Vietnam. Yeah, I think so. Vietnam put up a really good fight against um, the States the other day. So it would be nice to see them do that again. But you you would think that Portugal should be winning this game. And then later on tonight, 10 o'clock, the, uh, the co-host Australia play their second game against uh, Nigeria. They will advance Australia if they win this game after also beating Ireland first up. A couple of injury worries, though. No Sam Kerr again. She missed the first game and will miss this one. Joined in the casualty ward by Mary Fowler and Avi Lewick. Both of them ruled out after suffering concussions at training in separate incidents. It wasn't like they ran into one another. So what are they doing in Australian training? Yeah, it's all a bit odd, and, and that's concerning because Mary Fowler was Sam Kerr's replacement. So now they're down those two Fords. Um, and Nigeria are good. We saw them against Canada the other day. Nothing's guaranteed for our co-hosts. So, yeah, Australia are going to have to 
dig deep tonight. Three mouthwater games in prospect. The US against the Netherlands at one. Portugal, Vietnam at seven. Australia, Nigeria tonight at ten. All right, Bonnie, well, I'm going to get down to the stadium. I'm going to get, the kickoff's hours away, but I just think I, I need to get down there to soak up the atmosphere. Shall I send you a couple of photos? Yes, please do, Piney, and go go mad on Twitter. I'll, I'll be there in spirit. Okay, look forward to that and look forward to another podcast tomorrow. We'll bring you a fresh episode of Football Fever around about the same time tomorrow morning, breaking down all of today's matches and previewing what is ahead of us as well. See you tomorrow, Bonnie. See you, Piney. The Football Fever Podcast with Jason Pine and Bonnie Chanson with Trees That Count. Donate an native tree and help us score the greatest goal. In this post-match review, let's score the greatest goal by donating a native tree to leave a legacy for Aotearoa New Zealand as co-hosts of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Visit treesthatcount.co.nz to donate a native tree for a brighter future. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.